Hey guys, Jake here from Jake's Basketball Cards. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode eight of my podcast series. Um, I know I haven't put out a episode in the last couple days. Um, it's just been crazy. First off with work, I've been pretty busy with work. Um, and then on top of that with the coronavirus causing the suspension of specifically the NBA I could kind of care less about most of the other sports um, going on. Obviously, March Madness was definitely a bummer too, but um, primarily for me, the NBA, obviously, because I'm a basketball card guy. Um, but yeah, that's been um, a bit crazy. At this point, I am still trying to figure out exactly, you know, what's going on, you know, what what to think about it all. But um, I do have a couple, uh, you know, ways that I'm responding to it and reacting to it. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share some of that with you guys and some ways that you can approach uh, the basketball card market now that we're at least 30, ga- 30 days removed from um, having any sort of basketball. Um, but yeah, so for me, I think what, you know, how, why, so even though prices are starting to drop for some cards, and we've seen that, I know, you know, the Luka Doncic, um, Prism, Base, PSA 10, that's gone down a couple hundred bucks. Um, a lot of his cards and top other four guys' cards values are going down. Um, something I've noticed uh, with guys like Shea Gildress Alexander, or at least with Shea Gildress Alexander specifically, just because there isn't as high a volume for him, I don't think I've seen um, the prices really dip as much as you would see for someone like Luca like there because there's not as much response in the market because there's not enough cards being sold for um people to lowball in his market as much he also has lower populations on all of his stuff so there's just less cards graded out there so that's something to keep an eye on is just that how do those secondary players um respond i think the guys like Luca Trey, Zion Jaw, their prices are going to be a little bit more. Um, you're going to see them move a bit faster than pretty much any of the other guys' card values. So um, that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, because if you have guys that are not those four guys that you want to sell, um, you could still demand about the same price. It might take longer to sell, but. There aren't going to be a ton of comps that bring down the value of your card if you're still wanting, wanting to sell higher than or like around what the comps were before this whole thing going on. But overall, my position and the way that I um, the way that I go about um, buying and buying really and, you know, trying to make money from my cards is I buy my position is to buy cards that I think look like they can get a decent grade and or are a card that is um i like to grab number cards of guys who 
aren't yet as, you know, popular as some of the other guys. And with that, I try to find those under comps. And then for those, I'm for those specifically, I'm a little less uh, picky on if they are, you know, perfectly centered or whatever, or have the greatest condition. That's not as much what I'm looking for. If I can get something at a good deal for the raw price, regardless, I'm okay taking the risk on that a bit more. Um, because if I can buy enough of those and send enough of them into grading, the amount that I'll get that's made up for in, you know, a quarter of them getting a PSA 10, um, just from what from that happening now like from my results now that is giving me a crazy return on my investment like two to three times over what i invested in getting that stuff and in some cases even more like i'm not we'll have to see i have one more grading out with like 20 cards it'll be depending on how the results from that go that'll really kind of show me what my profit was for this big batch of grading that i just did um, and a lot of my investments, those are a lot of my cards that and I've gotten cards since then raw, but those were a lot of my cards that I had built up over the last six to nine months that I'd put off grading for so long. But now that they're all this last sub should be coming back hopefully soon. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to see what that, um, benefit looks like, what my, you know, total, um, gain is, and obviously that won't be an immediate thing that'll be in my, you know, value as far as, um, my card net worth goes, if you can put it like that. Um, but we'll, we'll see when that comes around. So what, since that's the way I do it and that's the way I try to find, um, try to find, profit in my cards that positions me well because the cards that i'm in on i didn't buy top dollar psa 10s i bought raw and then got graded waited two to like 20 to 90 days to get the cards back from grading and um no matter what i'm getting profit on them if they're getting a 10 like if they're getting a 10 i'm getting you know a, a really decent amount of profit on them so it doesn't matter that the market's fluctuating. So for, at least for me, it's a good position to have and it's a pretty safe condition to have in that it just, um, did I say condition? I meant position. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. It's a good position to have. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, just because you're not relying on the market being super crazy for that particular player. It can be lower and you're still making a profit. Um obviously that takes longer it's harder to do you have to have an eye for how the cards are but even through something like this even through like the one of the worst case scenarios other than a player having like a season ending or season or a career ending injury for like value standpoint like this is pretty bad games canceled or suspended for the time being before getting into the playoffs it's not you know super ideal um but yeah, I mean, some of the other, you know, positions that people had and I guess like what I'm looking for now is more of the same things, cards that are numbered low or um, look like they can grade well if they're not 
on the numbered side and then um, trying to get them for under comps, especially with the prices going down. For me, I'm taking a pretty patient and cautious look at this and I'm taking my time. There's always more deals that come out there. And if you spend all your money on every deal that comes up, it's not going to be feasible to continue to do that unless you have a ton of disposable income. But yeah, you just got to pick and choose what deals you want to get. Um, currently, I haven't bought anything with a lot within since this time, the time of the suspension, league suspension. But um, we'll see once kind of dust settles a little bit more and I have a better idea of where things are landing at and what stuff I want to be trying to buy. Um, retired players definitely could be a very good um, investment option right now because they're not even playing. So the fact that the season isn't going on isn't really going to affect that as much. Um, that would be, you know, something to consider. Uh, some positions I know other people are taking. One um, that was brought up that I thought was a good idea is, so if, you're, if you've got some cards that have a high value and you think could still sell at a high value even after the market has come down, um, that you want to position yourself to have a lot of cash right now to be able to buy up um, some cards at uh, really low levels. The exciting thing about all this craziness and this, you know, obviously it's not an exciting thing to have this happen, but something that can come good from this, you know, not good thing is that we have the opportunity to potentially the, or the league might start back up here in a couple months. And if it does, we're going to see the value just shoot back up crazy. I mean, just imagine where it's gone in the last couple of weeks and then you drop it down a couple hundred bucks for some of the cards and imagine, you know, that gets made back up and then you're going into playoffs and you got guys performing in playoffs. Like there's potential if the season gets restarted and that's a bit of a gamble but eventually we you know are going to assume that the NBA is going to start back up someday and we yeah are going to see the values eventually go back up for these guys so yeah I mean when you look at it longer term past just you know this uncertain this uncertainty that's coming up within this period you can really um you can get excited about the possibilities of what's still available and out there. Um, so yeah, one position would be trying to put position, get yourself into a place where you have a lot of cash flow so that you can buy up all like the Lucas, the Zions, the Jaws, the trays that are going for super cheap. Um, and you can move on from some of your cards that you've had to position yourself to sell and make even more profit when those prices do go back up, uh, that's definitely something. Another thing would be, you know, playing it more safe, holding, being patient, trying to find the right deal for cards that you think are going to jump back up in price. I think if you see prices for retired players who are either in the Hall of Fame or going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame start to go down, that would be something that I would consider going after because like I said earlier they're already not playing so it doesn't really matter if their stuff is 
you know, like it doesn't matter that the league is, it shouldn't matter that the league's not going on because they're not playing in it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into more of the Kobe one tops, one thirty eights. Um, if those prices have gone down, I think those will be cards that I go after. Um, we'll see. There's some, uh, more vintage, like the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rookie card, um, some other retired players' rookie cards that I might start looking into more so here now that we have kind of this um, this different, you know, time to different season of this basketball card investing. Um, but yeah, I have been appreciating you guys reaching out to me on Instagram at Jake's Basketball Cards. Seriously, any questions you guys have, I love to answer them, love to help out. Um, my goal is to enable you guys to be able to not be reliant on me at you know a certain point, but if there's stuff that you're like, I have no idea about this, I'm going to do my best to help to give you guys the tools to get started and be successful. Um, going to be spending a lot of today working on my course, getting that set up, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, I just am really appreciative of your guys' support for my podcast. A lot of you guys reach out on Instagram. Just know that that's really encouraging for me. If you guys have any requests for different topics that I should go over, I also appreciate that because it makes it a lot more easy. It makes it a lot easier for me to, you know, talk about stuff if I've already had a conversation about with it about you and I've thought through prior what. I'm going to talk about um, instead of just rambling on and trying to figure out where I'm going to go throughout a podcast. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. Stay safe. Um, Don't overextend yourself with cards. Um, Obviously this time is kind of uncertain just overall. So definitely don't put um, all your eggs in one basket with this. Be cautious, put your guys' families first and all that. Um, But yeah, like I said, still some opportunities with sports cards, even with this or basketball cards specifically, even with this craziness going on. But yep, stay safe, you guys. Have a great one.